CRISPR Roots continues this week. A lovely bluesy jazz album by Calvin Keyes and Terrace Martin entitled The Far North Side. And uh, Matt Mitchell Music Company, uh, Obvious Euphoria. All right, uh, how should I start? Where should I start? Which should I start with? Let's talk about Matt Mitchell Music Company. Now, this seems like a very local act from Spokane, Washington. Um, And uh, it's, I guess, you know, I, I rummaged around this week's Americana releases and so on. Um... And didn't find much that I really felt, including the new Sarah Jeras, which I thought, I guess it was too smooth in a way, at a first listen, to get any real grip. Um, Didn't make me that pleased to see this development. But, okay, the opposite of that, maybe, is uh, this Matt Mitchell person. Um... Now, I mean, it's a pleasant Americana album. I mean, I like the arrangements. I like the instrumentation. Uh, It's probably local, you know, folk, blues, country guys from Spokane or people from Spokane, uh, I would assume. All right, like a local Roots All-Star band, maybe? I don't know. Um, Let's... uh, Maybe that's how the band looks. Um, And there's the album. Obvious Euphoria. All right. Um, Now, one thing that's really interesting about Matt Mitchell, just Googling a little bit, uh, is that he lives in a van, I believe. All right. And he sings about things like or edging into homelessness, addiction, mental illness in a way I don't know what his life has been like, really, you know, but that has more reality than most. I also think the songwriting is quite strong. Although awkward at times, kind of like, and and in this it reminds me a little bit of Prine or Lucinda Williams. Like, in a way, like, he gets into a mood where he just wants to say it. And it doesn't matter quite if the syllabification is perfect or if he's saying and not telling. Or, you know, if he's saying and not showing. So, uh, but I like some of these songs quite a lot. Um now, there have been a lot of songs about burning down your house or your boyfriend's house, if you're Miranda Lambert or whatever, uh, or burning down your life. A lot of them talk about kerosene. This one seems more true to me in some way. And maybe it's a metaphor for the idea that uh, of the decision, if it was a decision related to, to live in his car. Um, there's another song or two that engages that but this is kerosene by matt mitchell music company 
troubles They're growing in the yard Should have mown last month Now I'm too afraid to start All my worries The dishes in the sink I don't entertain these days What would my friends think Space feels like a chore I ain't trying to deal with Would you go out for me? I need a book of matches and some kerosene There's more than one way to get clean I'm gonna burn down everything what? Yeah Maybe I shouldn't be laughing or smiling. I mean, I guess if I'm smiling, I might be. If I'm laughing, I might be with a little discomfort. Uh, like there's a nice folk song, but it has a seriously destructive quality to it. I think, or self-destructive. Um, the performance, which is pretty light, not exactly light-hearted, but pretty light. You know, contrasts with the heaviness of the lyrics um let's try this one which is more which is less personal maybe more political a little bit uh it's one called bootstrap nation and it's very spokane is it spokane fuck it's spokane isn't it spokane spokane washington i should have looked that up shit okay i think it's spokane I don't think I've ever been there either, so I don't know what I'm talking about really, but he does. Uh, I mean, I had to look this up. He keeps talking about a corners on in Spokane. 2nd uh, and Division Street. I mean, I, the reason I realized he was from Spokane is because I was trying to look up, Google up 2nd and Division. I was trying to think, 2nd and Division, that's the worst corner where? I was going like, oh, that's, is that Nashville? Is that, that's Austin, isn't it? Uh, no, it's Spokane. Um, so here's a little dose of Spokane and a dose of United States of America. Jack's boy was raised to be a father. 
I would like to let that play. It's a pretty devastating song. There is a 7-Eleven at 2nd and Division in Spokane. Um, that's pretty specific. Um, it's a little... Okay, so, you know, I wrote about Jelly Roll for the New York Times. And, you know, my angle on this was, like, epidemic America. <clears throat> Epidemics of homelessness and addiction, specifically, and mental illness and COVID and stuff. Um, Jelly Roll's take on that, the songs are really very pointed, but the production in is, is pretty smooth pop. It goes down easy, maybe a little too easy, but Bootstrap Nation doesn't go down quite so easy. Um, all right. Uh, let's... I, I'm debating which song here. Let's try Country Gonna Kill Me. That's a good theme. You know, country music gonna kill me. I, it, it'll kill you because it keeps you on the road for your whole life and you're playing county fairs and you're broke. Okay. The dream will kill you, of course, if you don't make it become a big star or whatever. Uh, but this just means I like everything in country music is gonna kill me. You know, all the smoking and drinking and loving and leaving and you know um the woman problems and uh, everything that i read about everything i heard about in country music that's what's killing me now i guess um so here's a little slice of that one but where i can do it Country gonna kill me Rough riding on the bench seat Yeah, now that's a scene right out of a David Allen Coe song where someone comes up to you at your gig or something or somewhere just on the street and goes, you ain't country. Always a hard moment, right? Uh, David Allen Coe whips down on you, but Matt Mitchell, Matt, Matt Mitchell gets whipped down on, right? But both of those are country, okay? And, you know, I mean, the 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 perfect code of the song is uh, one thing I know, I don't know anything, but one thing I know is that they're going to be playing country music at my funeral. 
Okay. I'm sure he's specified that in his will. Um, so like I say, I think he lives in his Toyota. And so he has this song called Captain Toyota. All right. Uh, this is a good one, I think. This is a really good song, I think. Reminds me a little of uh, something like someone should, else should could record this beautifully, like L. King, who's in trouble right now. I still love her, though. Come on, Al. You can do better by Dolly. Uh, but like L. King's uh, beautiful rendition of Tyler Childers' uh, Jersey Giant. L. King could record this song, too. I like Captain Toyota. Maybe it shouldn't be L. No. Good song, I think, you know, a solid good song, plus representing real experience. Um, all right, Matt Mitchell Music Company. Something I hadn't heard of, of course. Um, Spokane. Um, all right, let's, I, one thing I'm doing I'm, uh, as I feel my way around here, especially as I'm not necessarily finding you know, six Americana albums I love right now or something, you know, or didn't love the blues crop this week or whatever, um, is talk about the limits of what I mean by roots or whatever, just for the hell of it, expansively. So let's go in the jazz direction, all right, with uh, Calvin Keyes and Terrace Martin. It. This is small combo jazz of a kind that, you know, very similarly could have been recorded in the, and was in the 50s and 60s. Uh, like small combo swing, I guess, but not uh, horn-oriented, uh, guitar-oriented in this case, and piano, right? Um, so I don't know, again, like what roots music is. I know this sounds old-timey. And another thing that sounds is, I mean, I, I don't mean to dismiss it in that way because I find it delightful, man. It's so pleasant and beautifully played. Um, and um, it, it's bluesy. It's, it, it, 
it swings like it swings easy, but it has a lot of blues at the bottom. And I, I didn't get that far in jazz. Maybe I kept bogging down in my attempts to survey the history of jazz. Uh, late bop, maybe is about as far as I get in some ways. But how about like some, you know, like the Horace Silver albums in the early 60s or man, you know, I don't know, or, or a lot of that piano jazz music like Phineas Newborn or um, that maintains its connection with the blues. Now, Calvin Keyes was a Maj Jamal's guitar player for quite a while uh, and a really interesting solo artist too. Uh, initially on on the sort of classic Oakland, California jazz label, Black Jazz. Very interesting albums. Um, so he's been around a long time. That was 70s, one or something, that when he started with that. Um, so, um, uh, you know, I... But this is even this is bluesier and more swinging than Ahmad Jamal, really. In a way, I think in this case he's pulling back to just what I want to do, how I want to feel tonight. You know what I mean? Like, let me just play. I'm gonna enjoy it. And Terrace Martin, uh, I mean, I don't know that much about contemporary jazz. Okay, I just don't. So uh, you know, sue me or whatever. But uh, Terrace Martin put out four albums last year in '23 wide variety of stuff, man. Actually, I haven't really surveyed his oeuvre, and he's a producer for everyone, too. All kinds of big pop and hip-hop acts. right? And a writer. And a rapper. And I have this funny feeling that what he's doing on this record, with maybe one of his heroes or whatever, is um, or just someone he knows, like a mentor or something, uh, is maybe playing all or many of the instruments around the guitar to frame the guitar, quietly frame the guitar. Uh, Martin is a horn player, but I, I guess whoever's playing the piano here is the, is the main foil. Um, the drums, okay, maybe Martin is playing the drums. I think he might be a drummer. I'm not sure. I should have tried to figure out this personnel. It's not that easy to find out about this album right now online. Uh but uh, the drumming is juicy, man. Just like, just in the in the slot, right? You know, it's like I don't know. So this is kind of a quiet album. Uh, it's not that it 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 killed me or whatever. I just, I, you know, I just was intrigued, a little intrigued by the cover. Um, and should I show you the cover? Um, and. All right. Kind of old man playing guitar, but in a psychedelic garden or something. Uh, um, and I just realized as I let it play that I just wanted to let it play. Like, uh, it was just lovely. So here's, uh, maybe it reminds me a little of West Montgomery. But it's, well, uh, I'll talk about that in a second, because he, they both recorded the song Cottontail, a great Duke Ellington song, for example. And actually, the comparison is instructive, but, uh, and I'm not going to play the West Montgomery. Uh, but the, 
the well, I'll start here, I guess. Um, the so he's not really Calvin Keys is not really trying to play. He's not trying to show you how fast he can play and stuff like this. And I'm not really accusing Wes Montgomery of that either. He was just a technical wizard as well as a juicy ass player, right? Of course, you know. Uh, but and smooth as he wanted to be, all right. Uh, this is a little rougher. It's not as virtuoso. And but maybe it brings out the quality of the music, Ellington's composition, just a little bit more effectively, actually. Just like a sweet semi-improvisation on a classic, you know, on a standard. Um, and there's a few of those in here. Uh, and like I say, I love the sound. Let's, let's try this thing. I think it's the original composition uh, called Potholes. This is a real cute song.
Well, it's, uh, it's building like almost like a classical composition, you know, and variation, theme and variations, uh, in a very creative, you know, like really precise yet really loose way. And also, uh, uh, you know, like I say, I like the, re the retention of the connection to the blues, which you can hear under, underneath all these songs, I think, except the last one called The Near North Side, the title cut, which puzzles me a little bit because it's more like smooth post-bomb or something. Okay, so it seems a little out of place. The title cut seems a little out of place. But a lot of these things have that kind of connection to the underlying blues structure that I always appreciate, you know, that, like, that's what I love about Thelonious Monk, let's say, okay? Um, like, the real experimental, like, real radical in its way, like, uh, Lord knows what the technical uh, stuff is, but always with a little swing and a little blues. And, you know, so names like Ramsey Lewis comes up when you're talking about... Uh, uh, about Calvin Keyes, names like uh, maybe even Count Basie, right? That's a little Basie bop underneath there. Like, that runs deep. Um, so I appreciated that. All right. These are two interesting albums in different ways. Uh, this is one where I'm just going, here's one and here's another, though. All right, that was that uh, number six. They're getting longer one by one, aren't they? <laughs> 